Hey everyone. Um, if you're actually still listening, just first of all, thanks, thanks you so much for listening. Second of all, um, I know I've been talking about net neutrality for a while and everything, and at this point, the vote is like net neutrality isn't over. It's been mortally wounded. It's not dead. We can still ses- like save it, resuscitate it, but I think you have to go through like it's going through Congress. So, I mean, hey, you know, contact your, like, representatives and stuff. Do it up. We can't lose this thing. It's too much fun. (laughs) Uh, At least for me, anyways, at this point. So, if you want, you know, just a a heads up. Net neutrality is not dead. Um, It's still alive, but it's bleeding. Like, a lot. (laughs) You You gotta, like, make sure it doesn't die. (laughs) <laughs> um now but now the next announcement um have you listened to to felon fall by my friend ray have you i mean you should lando and lasso are, like had you know some moments on there i know lasso produced some beats and then lando has like a verse on there you should check it out yeah could do it it's on soundcloud it's here you know <laughs> Um, assuming you're listening to me on SoundCloud. If not, what up iTunes? What up Google Play? How you doing? Anyways, um, but yeah, listen to it when you can, if you can, if you want. If not, hey, here's Lando and Lasso. It's a cool conversation. You can't hear me too well, but I mean, you don't really need to hear me. It's like the only time you'll hear me. Yeah. (laughs) Enjoy. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Selfs Talking. Today I have Lasso and Lando Chill. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for being here. Nah, man. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Don't worry about it, dude. You can just speak. It'll pick you up. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for welcoming your humble abode. Yeah, it's, man. It's really, really, really comforting, actually. It's a really nice place you got here, bro. Appreciate it. Thank you. Mad respect. You know, me, Mad and, respect. me and my roommate like to keep it copacetic with the vibes here. You know what I'm saying? Copacetic. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that means, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> mellow. Keep mellow. it cool. You know what I'm saying? Keep, okay. it, keep it chill. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right, as Orlando would say. Um, <laughs> um, I just off the bat, I guess you, whoever wants to answer this first. Um, what's your first memory? As like a living being. Yeah. Um, I'd say going to. Either going to the dentist uh, as like a three-year-old or um, being a toddler uh, and having Christmas with my family uh, and talking to my sister in gibberish. Yeah, we had our own language when we were kids. That's awesome. Yeah. Nice. So those are my earliest memories as a human. Nice. Yeah. And you like, what, three? Like around three for both memories. Uh, Tom, the Christmas one probably like around two and two and a half. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Two and a half. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's early, dude. How about you, Lasso? That's a good question. Yeah, I I like. I got two I can think of. It like took me a minute to dig back. (laughs) I remember my dad cutting my hair, like, and he would like have a character and shit. Call himself like the hair guy. (laughs) 
<laughs> and would like put on a funny voice and shit and cut my hair. And I like remember that. I have no idea what age that would be. Yeah. I remember my mom singing to me too. Wow. A bushel in a peck. And a hug around your neck, <laughs> something like that. What is that? Some little nursery rhyme. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, a little. Uh, I feel like I've heard it, but I'm yeah, it's a classic sure. like n- nursery rhyme. That's yeah. a that, that's a Bible Belt Christian. Uh. My my, <laughs> not my parents. Uh, they're <laughs> they're like far from the. They're just far from the true religion. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're probably were around it, but they're they Catholics. No. My parents aren't religious. Oh no, were they around a lot of Catholics? Cause, cause, I mean, Kalamazoo, there were hella churches. Um, but my parents grew. My parents grew up in Detroit. Oh, in the D. Yeah. Oh shit. Uh, okay. My Damn. Mom, my mom's from Delray, which is like right West Side city. West Side D. Uh huh. Boy, the Big Sean yeah. territory. Yeah. My my grandparents owned like a grocery store there, and my mom grew up there. And yeah, it's crazy to go see it's gone now. That's Whoa. another story though. Damn. Uh, where'd you grow up? <laughs> I grew up in Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids. Now that's the Bible Belt. That's the buckle GR. of the Bible Belt. Wow. GR. GR. Yeah, it's. GR. I got nothing. I don't even. I got nothing to say. My life. I might. I like grew up there maybe as a kid, and, yeah. but like. I don't attribute a lot of my personality to it. To it. I mean, maybe my home life, and my stuff, mm. but not my, like my the city or something. Right, you know, right. some people get to be like Lance. It's like you know the city was a part of who he is. Like, okay, I had nothing. Not not for me. Maybe maybe in shit that I decided I didn't want to be or right, didn't want to yeah. do. You know, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> New city, um, Chicago. 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 Yes, sir. What was that? Oh shit, man! It was dope. Yeah, it was dope, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I miss Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just uh, for everybody's uh, okay with. I'm about to, you know, what I'm saying, put everybody on Instagram and give a little shout out. Respect. Yeah. Is that chill? Go for it. Cool, cool. <laughs> Being so right, polite, so, asking me now. Yeah. Yeah, like, I know, hey, man. Like, I have all these well, videos normally. of you <laughs> where you like are like, oh shit, you realize you're in frame, and then like, well, like kind of you like do a little interesting out of it. You just like. <laughs> Uh-huh. I it's saw one of those the other day on your Instagram. Huh? Yeah, I was like, ooh. This is pretty no. funny. Um, but yeah, man, South Side of Chicago, 90th and County, man. Okay. Next to the Wild Hunnids. Never been. We've never been to either place, though. It's just part of you? You feel like it? Why? I mean, like, as far as, like, Chicago is part of me? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, any anytime you, like, are raised and have, like, your formative years in an environment, it's going to be part of you. I think, like, um, and there are there are plenty of studies nowadays where like even even the youngest of kids are are subject to the um, stresses and or consequences um, and or benefits of their environment. I mean, you have like on the spectrum of like PTSD and like inner city uh, and inner city kids, mm-hmm. like what um, state sanctioned poverty mm-hmm. and violence um does to kids i mean like listen to npr yesterday and they they were talking about how it's comparable if not greater than soldiers coming home from the war you know what i'm saying and then on the other spectrum you have like a teen who suffered from affluenza and like was able to get away with with murder murder. so i mean like Your environment is gonna affect you regardless, and I think, in every way possible, 
Chicago affected me in a positive and negative way. Mm-hmm. I think like it definitely is up to the individual um, to a certain extent, depending on their soul or their spirit or their mind, mm-hmm. on like how they, I guess, perceive that environment and or grow or learn from it. You know, some people have to adapt, and I was like one of those people. But did I adapt to um, a certain extent? I mean, like, yes and no. Mm. I mean, like, I'm from the South Side, so, like, of course I, like, have to adapt. Of course. But, like, does that mean I'm going to take the South Side with me wherever I go? Right. No. Right. right. I mean, you know, that's where growing up and learning, like, how to be responsible Mm. and a good human being comes in. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can get real South Side real quick, but, I mean, like, do I want to, like, do I want to make this world a better place or do I want to like add to like the misery or add to like perception and yeah. don't get it twisted. I don't think like just being from the South side means like I'm going to add to misery or whatnot. Right. I expectation. Think, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think there's an expectation that comes from looking like me and like sounding like me. But as far as like bringing the South side out there's a positive and negative aspect just like there's a positive and ne- positive and negative aspect of like being born in Bel Air or like right. you know like Hollywood right. so some some of them are perceived um, and some of them are actual mm. yeah. so I mean you know there you can take that with how you may but mm-hmm. like I think a lot of positive things um, came from me living and growing up on the south side a lot of negative things too <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's making me actually think about what I said, where it's like, yeah, I don't, <clears throat> maybe I didn't take, like, I don't, def- like, I'm not, like, repping where I came from. It's not part of who I am, but it's part of who I am in terms of, like, you know, I grew up in a, a place that's all white, crazy, privileged, and stuff. But I mean, like, any city, there's all types of people. And, and like, I, like, I was lucky to be, someone who like came out of that environment and my parents taught me to like check my privilege and they brought me to different places and especially as Mm -hmm. a kid who started playing music and skateboarded most of my friends weren't from the part of the town I was in I got to meet people from all over the city Mm. and probably you know the people I was resenting who were in my pocket of the city who were just like rich white kids who were I you know just like Trump voters now. I was just thinking about this earlier. I'm like, man, there's so many people in my childhood who just like, when I see terrible shit on the news or on Twitter and stuff, you know, search the hashtag MSM and you get all these crazy right wing people going off on Twitter. I'm like, this reminds me of my the people I grew up around, and you know, so maybe maybe why I'm here and here I am, you know, whatever, so many years later and. You know, I'm still, I got work to do as a white guy, like every white guy does the job, the, you know, the work is far from over, but, uh-huh. you know, I'm probably someone who actually is trying to do work and, and, and be a better person because probably I was around such, some, some totally miserable white people and I was able to, you know, for whatever reason I noticed that as a kid or didn't yeah. want to be a part of that, you know, I wanted to be someone else and I wanted to meet other kinds of people, I never... You know, so yeah, maybe it's the same thing with like I was saying expectation. You know, but plenty mm-hmm. of people could have just probably, 
you know, follow the path that a lot of white people do, which is sit in your privilege and enjoy the benefits and forget Act about everyone else. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's whatever for me personally inspired me to try to do work outside of that and sure. try to learn more about the world and connect with more people, you know, and, yeah. mm-hmm. and you know, be, not just be non racist or non-privileged but anti-racist mm-hmm. and anti-privileged you know or try to actually go beyond just because again there's a lot of liberal white people in suburbs too and mm-hmm. they might intellectually feel like they're outside of the, the for lack of a better word trumpian part of our nation but they're you know if you're not actually putting the work yeah if you're not actually doing shit with mm-hmm. your actions and your life and that doesn't mean you're fucking protesting every day you can do other stuff you can just be a you know there's a lot of ways Mm -hmm. but i don't know yeah that's made me think it's like yeah i probably am a product of my place but it's maybe not in terms of it's in some sort of like negative space version of it you know Mm -hmm. i would would agree with the statements i would agree how did you guys because i'm i'm assuming you guys met in tucson right Mm. yeah funny because Grand Rapids and Chicago are like two and a half hours apart, two hours apart. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that's hilarious. Funny we're down here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Wow. So, like, how did how did you guys individually get to Tucson? My, uh, my wife got a job teaching in Rio Rico. Okay. And we moved down, mm-hmm. and we lived there for a little bit, and then, you know, it was cool, but decided to move to Tucson. Yeah. So it was just... You know, Arizona is like, I saw it just now officially is the worst state in the country for pay for teachers yeah. and mm. for treatment of teachers. Mm. And so it's crazy how many teachers are from Michigan are in Arizona because their first job, it's really hard to get a job in Michigan, or at least it was 10 years ago. Mm. It's, it's shifted a little bit too. Yeah. Um, so they moved down to Arizona to start their careers because it's so easy to get a teaching job. So that's what brought me here. Wow. Nice. Uh, came here from school. School? Mm, came from the U of A. Uh, okay. Went to start as a film major and then went to journalism and then ended as uh, anthropology major. <laughs> I had a minor, but. <coughs> what was it? Africana <coughs> Studies. What was it? Africana Studies. Africana Studies. Yeah, yeah, but. <coughs> Uh, I kicked out for suppl- <coughs> for supposed plagiarism. You got kicked out for supposed plagiarism? That minor, anyway, yeah. Really? Shit, yeah. you never what? done that? Exclusive. Hot take. What? What? What was? What was the thing that they said that you? Dude, it was on a fucking paper uh, about the Black Panthers. It was like, how can you fucking plagiarize? Yeah, no, it was fucking ridiculous. What? I rewrote the paper. Uh huh. Because you have to, they you know, like run into this turn it in fucking program. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah, that program. I don't, yeah, I just don't know. Like, I knew about them before I wrote this paper, so like a lot of it was like from like self knowledge, but of course I cited, mm-hmm. you know, like quotes and whatnot, but. Yeah. She went with it, so I rewrote the paper and like legitimately like rewrote it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she said it was still plagiarized. Like more of it was plagiarized. What? 
So then, like, she was like, all right, well, I'm going to have to give you, like, wow. I'm going to have to give you a uh, zero on the paper. And, like, you have to go to this class. Um, like anti-plagiarism. Yeah. Oh my god. I met I met a few cool people there. <laughs> I ended up smoking with. That's just not. But um. At least something positive. Yeah. I well technically I left the minor, but basically I was kicked out because because. Yeah. Yeah, like. She didn't say I was like expelled mm. because she was just an advisor, and um, I know that like those things, those kind of things get taken up with the. The head of the. Uh, of the major or whatever. Right. And then there was, I think, Duran at the time. Some, like, French guy. Okay. I think he's still there, but, um... Damn. Yeah, nah, I said I was chill, but, like, I was like, fuck this shit. I was, I, back, back then, like, I let a lot of things get to me. And, like, I'd never been, like, never been in trouble for plagiarism. Never, never, I right. don't plagiarize. Yeah. Like, I love writing. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, all right, cool, well, if I'm gonna... If I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna to, if I'm gonna have to leave this minor, like fuck this shit. You just like said fuck it. Yeah, man. I was not very like I, I wasn't didn't really have my party. I mean, it wasn't like my parties weren't straight, but huh. I would just let that get to me. So I like stopped giving a fuck about school entirely. Respect. I dropped out myself. <laughs> but I miss it, man. I'd rather like mm. I'd rather wish I'd finish. I'd rather wish I'd like gone. Um. And really known like what I wanted to be as far as like an, an anthropologist when I started school, but mm-hmm. I would have never met the, the you know the people who I work with now, and yeah. wouldn't have had the connections and the knowledge and the wherewithal. I'll send you in the direction you need to go. Yeah, of course. So I mean, like, there's no regret, but as far as like things like I could have done done better, there's a lot of that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you know, this mm-hmm. is what I was saying. Good on you for being that kind of self reflective, man. Hmm? Good on you for being that kind of self reflective. I mean, like, when you smoke weed a lot, I mean, like, <laughs> like you can't help but, like, be self, you know, reflective. And I think, like, that's, like, that's a that's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. As far as, like, uh, being human, it's good to look back at your, not only your mistakes, but um, just the choices you made. That led to not only more opportunities, but just more choices too, mm. or more questions even. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like we all we, there's like the third path we like never look at. I think. Um, there's like the right and the left, mm-hmm. and not like the middle because like the middle is not a path. Obviously, the right. third choice is like to do nothing. Mm. I mean, like and that also like has a great. As big of a, an effect as like the right or left path, or it's like, very true. you know, good yeah. or bad. Wow. And then, at that point, was music even a thing in your mind? We're talking like college. Yeah. I mean, like, it was a hobby. I mean, like, I had always like written poetry and freestyled and in high school with, with friends and shit but as far as like it being a career or a dream no I mean <coughs> I wrote with friends mm-hmm. uh, <coughs> I wrote with my roommate Alan <coughs> excuse me shout out to Alan Drake uh, from CDO Oro Valley okay yeah whack ass school but that's whatever um I don't know. Like it honestly was 
something that fell into my lap. Mm. I was in the short film uh, and had me directed by this kid named Ben Montemayor, photographer and current uh, filmmaker right now in Cali. Wow. Um, and he was friends with his roommate, Josh, who was a producer and stills at the time. I think he went by Josh Shepard or Jay Shepard. Uh-huh. Uh, and we had some tracks together and whatnot, but Ben was putting together this short film, needed an actor, mm. and he cast me in it. And I, I forgot along the lines who decided that this was an idea or a good idea, but they wanted to have me rap. In the in the film. in the short film mm. as part of like a power, so I wrote a I wrote a rap and then spit in the film, uh, okay. and then like that spawned, I guess the career of then Lando Lando Chorizian. <laughs> wow, that was my first <laughs> first name reiteration. Really? Yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, where did Lando? So Lando Chill, the name came from there? Yeah. Wow. Because, I mean, I guess... Upgrade. Yeah. Upgrade. Definitely. <laughs> definitely an upgrade. Less Star Wars and more me, I think. I think that, I think that was, was a good it, idea. Did you have another name before? No, no. I mean, Lando Chorizian was, was, was the name at the time. Oh. Uh, I guess it was like a funnier play on words. Slash, it, I wasn't taking this music shit seriously. I mean, it was yeah, just like, just yeah. I mean, it was a fucking thing. Like, yeah. it was. It, I, I always loved words, but I mean, like, wasn't a musician. I like, I could play the piano a little bit, but yeah. wasn't confident. I mean, keep wow. it tuned, but you know, wasn't I, like. Here you are with like three albums under your belt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you've always been in the music, right? Yeah, I've always been making music. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Like, like I played, started playing. My first instrument was clarinet, which I started learning as a kid, and then yeah. piano and guitar. And yeah, I've I've actually been trying. I've had the same hobby since you like get hobbies as like a human, you know, just to record. Yeah, my like I had a four, little four track, and so I've still kind of do the same thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. I just Eight-track. like I've had made you know some of it's awesome, some of it's not, but you know, it's what I just it's do just, with it's just my thing. Just, what I like you've to always do. Done. Yeah, and so it's it's a uh, um, you know. I owned a studio for a long time that I tried to have commercially and yeah. um, Double Felix, yep, yep. Ah, yeah. Yeah, that was the name that was the name of the studio. Wow. And I did that for a while, like anything. Anything from like I recorded bands, I played on people's records, nice. I made local T V commercials, That's like awesome. like I did tarot I've always like I recorded just just so many like albums and so many terrible albums and so many like just it was a business you know yeah, yeah. but I always make my own art or whatever you know too on the, the side you kept feeling your what you wanted to do yeah you know it was, that was that was always just how it like funded that you yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. I really tried to do that but uh I don't know being an engineer you know it's wow. cool yeah been a lot of bands yeah. produce people and, and then I just moved down to Arizona and uh I don't know, started meeting people. Just like, that's what I've always done wherever I've, right. you know, lived. You just tried to... Get to know the area. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't moved as much as just where I've, you know, I lived in Michigan and all around there. And yeah. 
toured with some bands and stuff when I was younger and just like, you know, when you meet music people, you yeah. connect or whatever. So yeah, I met him. I mean, I just, I met all, pretty much all the producers in Tucson I still really love and stuff. Um, not that I don't love other ones I've met, but uh, a lot of them just really right when I moved here, like yeah. within a couple of days, nice. I just like, I like I searched Tucson hip hop on Twitter oh, and yeah. Pike came up oh, and I I, I followed him and while I was still driving out here he messaged me yeah uh, he, yeah, he, he he was just like hey man <laughs> do you live in Tucson yeah and I was like oh because I probably I think I changed my city to right. Tucson you know. but he introduced me to everybody right away Dude. just to, told me some shows to go to. Wow, that's awesome. It's cool. Twitter's amazing. Twitter's done the yeah. same thing for me, but for my yeah. hometown. <laughs> ah, yeah, no yeah. doubt. That's no, it, that's it yeah, true. it's true. So, man. so because of Pike, you were able to connect into the into that world here. Yeah, right? straight and up. So, how did? You, what was the moment when you guys met? How that happened? Is that, oh. is that one of my shows? Was that a show? I think it was yeah. a show, right? Yeah, yeah, with a uh, round one. Oh, shout out to round one. Oh shit, was that uh, um, La Cocina? La Cocina? Mm-hmm. Dude, that was a show I booked. Yeah, I met Village the Village. That was the first show, first ever show I booked ever. Yeah. First and only was it first and only show? Or, or, I think so. It was, the, it was it was the first of a series and the last. Yeah, because I had never I never yeah dude I we should man I just need to start booking shows. Do part two. I need to start booking yeah, shows. I need to do like a, I need to start booking house shows. Damn, yeah, it was called Pillars of Village. Uh-huh. It was fucking round one, Ben B, me, and um, who the fuck else was it? It's on my Facebook. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> Flashback. Yeah, <laughs> man. That was back when I was cool with people. Uh, I was cool with people, I like to say. I was cool with them. I guess I ain't cool with them no more. All right, well, things change. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's normal. A lot of things change. That's how it works, I think. Now, how was that show? Did you did you hear him perform and you're like, yo, that was great. Oh yeah, that was dope. I mean <laughs> yeah. like I was I mean for like rapping over like my shit on on, on like rapping over like other people's beats. I don't know what was I doing? I, was I rapping? What was I doing back then? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was so just me? No, yeah, it was just me, right? It was you, it was, it was Triceratop. Oh, wow. As your DJ. Damn. And then round one and Benby. Pretty much the whole lineup to me, because I was just like, you know, weird beats are probably my favorite thing to listen to. Yeah. Just for enjoyment. So the first two dudes were great. And then, yeah, I, I just, you know, Lance can sing. I'm, I've said this before, but I'm always like, I just love people who can rap and sing, or I want to love that, mm-hmm. you know? And you meet people who can do that, you know? Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. just like, Lance can do, could do both of those things. For me, who is someone who is always making tracks and instrumentals yeah. or writing songs that need vocalists, or um, I'm just like, okay, you know, this dude can do both of those, you know? If yeah. he gets an effects pedal, then yeah. it's, it's all good. Yeah, we'll be able good. to start wow. so, turning it up. Now, then when was that? Like 2000 what? 12, 2013? No, no, no. 2000, like, 2015. 2015. Yeah, 15. 2015. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Right, so how long have you been, how long have you I'm, lived here? I've only lived in Tucson since 2015. Wow. 
damn, shit started popping off real quick for you, huh? I, like I said, I, I just luckily, within like a couple of days, literally like days, and I lived a couple of blocks days. from La Cocina when I moved here, so I was like, because I, you know, I lived in Rio Rico, but I also moved back to Michigan for a while, yeah, and then yeah. my wife got another job, so we moved back again, and I was, I didn't know that much about Tucson, yeah. so I was like, oh, two blocks away from me, there's like a bunch of, uh, beat show with like a rapper and then they had the record store in there it's like oh this is wow i just moved here but you know it was a special <laughs> night probably in That's retrospect great. you know what i mean yeah. and i was like oh yeah. tucson like i just That's get to walk to, <laughs> that was your first thing because it's so cold in like michigan not not necessarily in the summer but like outdoor shows are a rare thing or something right. you're, yeah. you go show up in tucson you're like oh there's just like an outdoor rap but that was your first show in tucson show. uh-huh that's wow. so crazy. I didn't yeah. know, G. <laughs> yeah. First show in Tucson was a show I threw, my first and only show. Wow. Uh huh. And then the, the next night, yeah. a couple nights later, huh. I saw someone at the Scratch Shack and hung out with, you know, Ceased in round one then again as well. Nothing's Back when the Scratch Shack was a thing, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so, lucky. I just felt, feel lucky. Yeah, that's just like all those guys right were, off the bat. Yeah. And then, so like, did you guys like click right off the bat, or like, did you just got like? <laughs> I just sent him a Facebook message, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm really good. <laughs> Probably was like, I'm really good at producing like vocalists. Yeah, and I make a lot of play a lot of instruments, you know, and like recording. That's awesome. You yeah. just like capture, right? Like that's what? like like when you like for me like your instruments was mostly on like um the the boy who spoke to the wind, like. You make landscapes, like you made soundscapes. Yeah. You don't make. I don't think you like. For me, they don't sound like beats. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And have yeah. you just been working on that since, since you were little, essentially? I mean, different genres. You yeah. know, like I just took every opportunity to play music I could in my whole life. Like, and I've never really. I've always like part of me is like, oh, you should. Do do this and more people will like it but like the current the, the the trend always was like to make as much as you could so naturally like I played different genres I stayed in bands in college I studied composition played in rock bands like country bands hip-hop groups arms it's a swiss army knife yeah just like all of it yeah you know it's and it's on a local level like it's like I'm not like mess you know like but all those experiences are awesome as someone who plays music just to do make music with anyone who wants to, you know? Legitimately tasted everything. You're a chameleon. Right, no yeah. doubt, no doubt. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, kind of like always just keep the yeah. path going. But the ultimate chameleon musician with the ultimate chameleon mm -hmm. vocalist. And ah, so yeah, it's just cool. Yeah. Like, you got this, man. Yeah, yeah it's still, it's, you know, like when I moved to Tucson, I was like, all right, I want to try some... You know, I'm ready to like produce full tracks. I still love working with tons of musicians, but it's kind of funny. Like I met Lance, like in Mellow, and like any of these people who I've worked with, like in Tucson, because I was moving here. Like I'm sure it's cool there. You know, all I want to do is make weird music. So, and produce a someone who's wow. trying to like do what Lance is doing. So. So it's cool, it works. Then you know? When did you drop um, for Mark, your son? Originally? Yeah. Because um, you did drop it before that. 
Mm-hmm. It dropped again, right? Yeah. I wasn't uh, tripping. All right, cool. That's good to know. Yeah, no. For the longest time, I was like, I swear he dropped this before. Yeah. There was a release show at the same like venue with the same band. Yeah. Like, a couple <laughs> months later. <laughs> it's that's so funny. Uh, I originally dropped it February, yeah. um, two thousand four. Sixteen. No, two thousand. Two thousand sixteen. I dropped that then. Originally, right? Was it was two thousand fifteen? That was early twenty sixteen. Dang, damn! I guess it was, huh? Yeah. Early 2016? Yeah, because I was performing all those songs before Like, maybe Mar- March or... Yeah. And then we re-released it, and then Mellow, you know, yeah. re-released it in August or right. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> August uh, later that year, right? Yeah, damn. It came out February 2016, huh? That's so close. And then uh, like For Mark Your Son came out in 2017. It came, came out this, came this year, right? Boys supposed to link. Boy, yeah, yeah. Boys supposed to link out this year. Yeah, so that's that's pretty that's pretty successive. Yeah, it is pretty successive, bro. I felt like Ooh. that was a while back. That's that's more recent than I remember, to be honest with you. I know, honestly. Yeah, it feels yeah, like a while ago, bro. Yeah, damn. I'm like, I, 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 I like, think gotta, I'm right. I think I'm right. Gotta go back yeah. to my like, Instagram to like make sure this is nice. like wait, wait, fact checked. Because I, I I do still have like all like the original posts and like just all the shit dropped. I think. As you should. As you should. But it's kind of. It's kind of weird to think about, huh? Yeah, that's crazy. So, but I ain't tripping. You got you actually did drop it, and then it dropped later. Yeah, no, it dropped twice because it got picked up by the label. This is and amazing. so, I, and it's it's crazy because like uh, there's a song, uh, a hidden song now that was on the first album that everyone has from the first drop. Then is different from the second uh, time where it was it's released on Mellow Music. So like the first. Time I dropped it, it didn't have a corner on it. Oh really? Yeah, it had this song called Helen Back. Helen Back. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's like a hidden song. Why not? Uh Mello wanted to put corner on there. Why the why the dropping in that song? Why'd I drop that song? Yeah. Like why did why did it change? Uh Mello wanted corner on it. Oh and really? Like, and like we had to like that wasn't his favorite song. So I was like, whatever. But really? in hindsight I was just like, damn, probably should have kept that song on there. I liked it. It was a good song. In all honesty, I don't like that song. Helen Back? <laughs> no, 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 no. The Corner. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't play it anymore for a reason. <laughs> I, it's kind of like, it, it had it had its time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, was, uh, it, was, it was definitely something that um, I, I needed at the time and, like, definitely, sure. uh, um, I think was important in in the I think actually that song you can leave it there bro you're fidgety you, you be moving <laughs> you can leave it right there and it'll nice. pick you up it'll pick you up feel that <laughs> uh, it was uh, it was important but you know what I'm saying yeah um like I don't I don't we don't play that song anymore so I don't I don't think I heard the other one then the one that the one that was that you didn't put on the mellow release Helen Back yeah yeah I don't think I've actually heard that one no I mean like is, is it anywhere can I listen to it is I mean like <laughs> if you can find the original release of the of oh. from like your son yeah, yeah I think like I think Ooh. it might be somewhere it might be somewhere on the internet yeah I know I I I, I have it. But I mean, like, I'm not gonna give it out. It's a like, I, I think I definitely took it off 
the release too because it was a very like very personal like song very like revealing song and it's definitely one of the songs off the first release my mom was like yeah what the fuck <laughs> it was funny you know what I'm saying well speaking on that why is for Mark your son the record clear and blue why is it clear and blue yeah cause we wanted I wanted like a clear like record that had like a I wanted like a cool design <laughs> yeah. and like a clear record was was interesting, but Mello was like, "We can do like a like a little like a splash of 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 a color you want." And yeah. I, I between the choices of my logo, which is like light blue, um, crimson red, and then like yellow or gold. Yeah, I wanted light blue first. So the first iterations are the first or the first um, presses are light blue, and then the second presses that just came out. I think a few months ago are red. Red, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen those. Yeah, and then uh, hopefully the last ones will be gold. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. I like that, man. That's fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. That's what? Like now I've seen I've seen the boy who spoke to the wind. Mm-hmm. What color is that? The record? Yeah. Uh, it's purple. It's purple. Has blotches of white. Is there a coffee open here? No. The copy that's open is at Maya's. Uh, yeah, but um, that's a beautiful record. Yeah, I don't have it. I mean, like, it's... there's an unopened copy right there. Oh, how nice! But I mean, like, it's gonna stay unopened. We gotta sell that shit. <laughs> I want people to have. But I mean, like, yeah. you know, if you wanna buy, you know what I'm saying? Throw me a twenty sometime, my G. <laughs> That's oh. yours, fam. We can... I'm, I'm leaving with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm leaving with that's it. That's love, man. That's love. <laughs> I'm leaving with it. Uh, why that one purple? Why why purple in yeah. general? And, and and in general, I I quite frankly didn't even know you could make your custom like make a record not black. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, man, until I saw yours. It's been it's been done plenty of times. Who famous? Who had that red record? That like all yeah, red record? They, but I I found out about I saw that Jack- one. There's a lot of I saw yours. There's a lot of like. Yeah. Was it uh not the killers? Jack White? Did he have a all white record? All red record? I don't know. I can't go on record. Look, man, you were the one with the (laughs) first one to do it in my world, so you're gonna stay that way. That's love. (laughs) That shit's good. I can appreciate. I can appreciate that. But Uh, uh, yeah, man. Um, There's a cool like asymmetry to the for Mark your son one. Yeah. Cool without the colors on it. Yeah. It's not like. I've always liked that. About it's not busy. It. Yeah. This one's like busy, like, but it's a good busy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it has it's, a buzz to it. It it just reflects um the artwork on the uh, on the front and the back, which I painted. Okay. Yeah, you painted that, right? Yeah, I painted it, and then um I painted the uh, the stars in the sky, um and then I uh, did this like collage mod podge thing on the bottom. Mm. Like I just tore sheets of paper. Um, into did. shapes and then just sort of layered them uh, on wow. um, I did it like a few times to see like what, what patterns I can make and then which one I which one I really liked I stuck with then like Mach Podge it all so it is um, it mountains or is it an ocean it's really up to your interpretation respect yeah like respect. I don't I don't really have like to me it just it could it could represent a tear in our in our universe, in our morality, it could represent sand dunes. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that connects to like the alchemist. Exactly. It, it could represent waves. It could represent mountains. Um, I think. Got to get in a waterfall vibe right now. Yeah. Waterfall. Yeah, I can see it. And then the back. I can see it. Um, the back is something. Let's see how, how, how far you can go. Cool. The back is painted as well. It's up to interpretation. Although, um, the gold streak um, is like um, a soul or a spirit going up into the atmosphere. Mm. I like that. But, yeah. No. It was funny because I did, I did this one first. I painted the front first. Uh, and then um, Marge Marge and the back oh no actually just kidding I made the back first and that was going to be the the front why you be lying for bro Uh, and then I made this one last because I was pressed for time remember I only I only had one made and I had to like make something on on the fly and I made this yeah that's for the real stories fuck yeah man good thing I remembered but yeah Nah, because I was doing a little theme. Uh, I have other paintings in my room. I was doing like these like symmetry or asymmetrical themes with like circles. And this is the first one. I was like, "Fuck, I ain't gonna do no damn circle." Yeah, uh, the back. Yeah, the back is vibey. Yeah. So yeah, it's cool, man. Appreciate mm-hmm. it, man. I got painted for my mom. My mom uh, loved painting as a hobby. Loved art as a hobby in general. So wow. Um, Something I picked up on. And you just decided to paint your own album cover and stuff? Fuck yeah. Tennessee I like, I want to like complete control. <laughs> yeah. Uh, artist, complete artistic control. Also, I just wanted to, I wanted people to like wonder who made that. I want to like, somebody mm. like, oh shit, like what is that? Like who made that? Because it's, it's really good art. Like, Appreciate that, it. Yeah, that's for sure, bro. Thank you. I've never seen it before. Yeah, nah, it's, um, it's something I gotta continue to do. I just like gotta be in the right headspace. Right. Hmm. But you know. So now, you helped him. You make for Mark your son. No. 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 I recorded that. Uh, you just recorded that yourself. No, I recorded that um, with Fen uh-huh. from Driving Scientist. Recorded that oh, all there. Okay. Then yeah, Runt. Uh, Runt was also on. Um. The original. Is he not on the version? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Is he still on the version? Yeah, the okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool. I just want to make sure. <laughs> Runs on there. Cool, cool. I thought, I thought Melo took him out. Um, but, uh, so you did that with them? Yeah. I recorded that all with Driving Scientists. Okay, that makes sense. At their it doesn't sound like you had anything to do with it acoustically. Like, yeah. Like yeah, um, yeah. these guys, uh, <laughs> David Manning and uh, Duncan. Okay. Odea. Oh, both nice. produced it, aka Jetlag and Defunct. Um, yeah, I got I met them through Sheriff Jackson, aka Mike. Right. Um, wow. Yeah. So. Yeah. They 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 produced all that. They were honestly were just sending me beats. Yes. Like, hey, like these are cool, and I was recording over them, and uh, ended up Making creating. The whole thing. Yeah, man. They kind of just fell into existence. So, uh, <laughs> That's I'm, crazy. yeah, I mean, <laughs> you sound like it was an accident. I didn't mean for this to happen. Well, I mean, like, I was just really needed to get over the death of my father, mm. and like, it was time and it was sort of like affecting me my, my everyday. Right. So, wrote about it, created songs, and 
people liked him enough and I was performing well enough and mm-hmm. so I decided to make it a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Did it work? I mean so far so good. Yeah. <laughs> so far so good. I nice. think I think there's a lot of untapped potential within like the both of us. Um mm-hmm. as far as me and Andy yeah. um, are concerned. So I just I mean, like, you, sky's the limit. You guys don't sound like anything I've ever heard before. That's that's dope. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. that's the truth. I mean lucky enough to be able to work with Andy <laughs> or Lasso. Andy Lasso, Lasso Andy. Just call them. Uh, yeah, nah. I mean, it's cool, man. It's yeah. cool. It's cool to like be able to like learn a lot and then be pushed to like do a lot. So, mm. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's and like. Certainly, with all the music that's to come, but still, what we've done is it's just you can kind of toss you Lance, guys like different sounds, and he like usually a couple of days later he hits me up and he's like come up with some you know like so, something to a couple so, of the things I yeah. sent him you know and it's always because they're like such a feeling when you don't have words on them you know right but then once there's words you know there's it's it's just cool. For me as a musician, to see how what he picks out, so I can make a lot of different things. And how does that feel to you when, like, because you make something and it it already speaks to you? I'm assuming. And then how does it feel when you get it back from Lando and it's it's got words on it? How does that feel? Yeah. How does that? How would you word that? Like, does it change the song in any way? Does it? Does it almost? Does he help the song say what it's already saying? Yeah. You how does it mean? feel to you? Like. Yeah, I don't know. I've never really thought about it. Um, okay. Like it feels, it feels right, cool enough that we keep oh. finding it. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's like that's not like a judgment of the value of it. It's like we're just, I'm just more about like trying stuff and like. Right. Does it feel and, good? And, and if you're hearing it, it worked enough that we like are feeling it to yeah. put it out. You know what I mean? Like, like it felt good, yeah. and that's all it has to check. And you guys put it over to the side and keep going with something else you can discover. Uh, maybe it's more like a funnel over like certain months at least what it's been yeah. the last year okay. it's kind of like we're making all this stuff and then it funnels into like alright there's a little batch of stuff sometimes it's the live show right right, right. Yeah, like, it's definitely, definitely like writing like the like live a... show changed so much even than it did, was like five months ago oh completely like, from yeah, where we definitely. were at the release show to what we're kind of doing right now yeah, it doesn't, you're, you're if not... you don't have context for that though on a podcast I'm trying to think you know what I mean it just kind of like shifted into being more uh whatever you know it just like kind of things it became its own thing yeah it became its own thing yeah um, it's definitely like more um, I think it's definitely more interesting I think it's, there's more freedom I think there's live uh, performances speaking. Yeah, yeah like definitely I think like there's freedom in in less options too because since uh, my voice pedal broke I've been like having to adapt, mm. and like so is Andy, and so is like sort of everybody, and it's it's created like a lot of, a, just just a better range, mm. and a better feel for at at the shows, and it translates better at shows, and I think it's gonna trans it's gonna continue to translate, um, amazing on, on on bigger stages, like the more yeah. we perform. I could see that, man. So I could see that. I'm just. 
you got your guys' live shows or something else now. Yeah, we're, we're fucking dope. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's that's the word for it. That's yeah, the word for it. We just gotta, we just people just gotta notice, you know, <laughs> like put us on bigger stages. But you know, that's that's gonna take time. You know, yeah. What not? But you know, I can, I can, you I guys, can You guys are performing new songs up there, right? Like songs you guys haven't released yet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, hey, I've heard crazy to think about. I heard, yeah. I've heard some songs up there, and I'm just like, where? Like, I don't uh, where is it because they're good songs like, they, like oh, it's cool, great man, man. Like, yeah it's different when would the listener be expecting something from you guys if that's not too much of a question to answer no. <laughs> yeah I think we're having, putting something out in January yeah and um, yeah more to come somewhere around there January uh-huh. respect respect it's gonna be what maybe around your birthday maybe <laughs> yeah. Okay. Shout out to the fellow Aquarius. We rule the world. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh, you guys sort of do. You guys sort of do. My father's one of you guys. Yeah. Yeah. He's a. He's a character. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. He's a character. Yeah. Uh, I think. I think we make interesting parents. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you guys are. You, I would say so. My dad's an interesting person. Yeah, himself, so. definitely. I had a Leo for a mom, so you know. Oh, fun. Yeah, we're like the apparently. I just find out now, Aquarius and Leos are like complete opposites. Yeah, they're opposites. I, I made made makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, yeah, it's good. We are, we are complete opposites, I guess. Yeah, huh. it works out, bro. It's okay. It made you you. Yeah. What are you? What are you? Yeah, what's your oh. Your Taurus? Oh yeah. shit! Okay, yeah, that's okay. probably why we get along. I mean, yeah, because I get along with Q. Hello, well. Q Q. Yep. Shout out to Q. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Taurus. Uh, I, mean, I guess it makes sense. What? April, end of April? May. Beginning of May. Beginning of May. Beginning May. May thirteenth. May thirteenth. Yeah. Ah, another thirteen. What's up, bro? How you doing? <laughs> nice. Uh, November thirteenth. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am the double of you guys on the twenty sixth. So. Are oh, you 26? Yeah. You could leave. You don't have to show off like that, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just had to, to add Twilight 13, man. It's yeah. a good number. Yeah, it's a good, 13 is a fun number. Yeah. I always found it interesting. It's funny, too, because, like, for me, 13 is such an odd number for me because it's like I did. I was born on the 13th. I started this journal. It's my 13th journal on this birthday when I turned 24. And then my dad is the child, is the 13th child. Of all his siblings. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the 13 is a weird number yeah. for me. <laughs> Three times in a row. Did you ever this play time. sports and that was your number? No, I never played sports. I never cared for sports. <laughs> never cared for sports. But uh, if I were, uh, 13 would probably be my number. So, that's cool. Yeah, 13 would probably be my number. Yeah. So, yeah, it's fun. So I'm a Scorpio compared to all you guys. I'm your opposite. Okay. Whatever that means to you. <laughs> I thought I really tapped into astrology. Like it's okay. I feel bro. it though. Like yeah, it's, it's, a, for it, it's, so. it's entertaining. I find it entertaining. So. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I think there's twenty six. Yeah, I think it's uh, like our version of the farmer's almanac. A farmer's yeah. almanac. Yeah, that's why. That's what I think. What is? What yeah. is the farmer's almanac? Just like a amalgamation of like. A, every sort of like coming season and when to plant and, oh, okay. and like, you know like weather forecasts and like right, right, right. 
how things are supposed to look and how things look and how things, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, okay, that I would agree. You know, I would agree. It's, it's, it's just sort of like a roadmap. Yeah. Of like what the, what climate will be, what should be, yeah. was. Um, so like the same thing with astrology. It's just sort of like the human version of like an almanac or the almanac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Encyclopedia of people. I like that. I like that explanation. Yeah. I like that explanation. I never thought about it like that, but uh, I'll give it to you. I yeah. always thought about it like a clock in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. I mean, definitely. Yeah. Maybe like yeah. A, definitely like a clock, very like rotational as far as like when things are in season or whatnot, but yeah. so is Earth, so yeah, yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, that's how I saw it. It's rotation. When you guys started to work together, um, was the alchemist something you already had going like like was it something that you encountered like when did the alchemist come into play as an influence because uh, I, I mean when we recorded uh madera canyon the second time after we recorded the live ep we will be went up there with a group of folks group, mm-hmm. a group of producers um including bimby shout out to bimby mm-hmm. oil bitch ass at bimby Benby just texted me. D, Benby just texted you right now? Benby just texted me. That's fucking crazy. Shout out to Benby. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's fucking, hey, well, serendipity. Happy live. Yeah. Damn. And I just shouted him all the random tip. Fucking yeah. jam, man. Oh. Man, the what do you say? He's like, what are we doing? What? What do you say? He's looking to jam. Oh, word. Oh, His ass. Another. Yeah, I'm with that. And I say, what's up? But uh, yeah, we went up there uh, for a second time. Yeah. Um, shout out to Madera Canyon. Uh, Kent Kent Springs, yeah, dude, yeah, we should not. go again. Yo, I was gonna say, um, me and Maya were, were thinking about going up there before my birth, or there's a little before time before my birthday of uh, when we release the EP. Actually, is one of the days it's free. Oh shit! So we can, we can go up there and just be like, we out. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Just chill. Be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, if you wanna, cool. if you wanna, I mean, that'll probably be you with you and your. <laughs> you're going up like just yeah yeah. Well, to be continued. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, we was making plans <laughs> yeah. for the podcast. And yeah, shit. you guys are recording. I was like, <laughs> "It's cool." You're gonna say it if you wanna say it. <laughs> uh, it's cool. It's cool. Uh, but um, we gotta yeah. go record there. Yeah, you know, we we did have to go record there too. But uh, we went up there just to like, uh, record, uh, brainstorm, uh, inspo trip, staycation kind of thing. Mm. Um, it's crazy because uh, the director, our director Malcolm. Well, technically my director because I've been working with him since like dawn of time as far as shit of doing music videos and shit but nice. uh, sh- shout out to Mile West uh, he came up there too and actually has footage of us making uh, I think yeah we made Take It Slow Take It Slow that was really? one of the one of the only ones that made it onto the album yeah, some really cool shit but yeah we did that live too we recorded that live yeah. That, yeah, that, 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 take it slow. Yeah, the yeah. take you here. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's wow. such a trippy track, but it's yeah, it is. It's all us playing like wow. other than the the verses, like yeah. all the music and the weird vocals and shit. Like that's uh, yeah. Wow, that's that's crazy. So how many songs did you guys record up there? Maybe, maybe wow. five or maybe like five? we 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 made a lot of beats and like ideas and samples. Mm. And, yeah, uh, I probably made some other stuff that started up there. Yeah, um, but I think that's yeah. that's definitely where like I wrote the story, um, like my like accompaniment to like the alchemist, mm-hmm. like the moment that I realized like what I was supposed to do as far as like 
being a musician and like taking it like like to the next level and not necessarily like taking it more seriously but like really like really appreciating the craft and like what I was doing uh not only for like myself but for like other people and the opportunity I had mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um I was just like I I would go up t- on this mountain like early in the which is kind of early in the morning I like get up for everybody mm. and I would dip out and like roll like a little joint and like hike up like uh these like giant like hills and like rocks up um up like next to Ken Spring's cabin mm. and like that's where I get phone service because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like I was dating uh Liza at the time who was also on the album shout out to Liza mm. uh who's who's actually speaking Portuguese oh wow on the album Oh, that's her. Yeah, that's her. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was wondering what what language that was. First yeah, of all, I didn't. I could. I couldn't figure it out. Now that, 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 that makes me ask a whole bunch of different questions. But keep going. Keep yeah. Keep so, going. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> I like, I just wanted to chat, so like I would text her, and yeah. then, like also like go on Twitter and and stuff. Um, but I think it was the second to last day or the last day. Mm-hmm. We were only up there for three days, right? Three days. Yeah, three days. I think it was the last day I, I went up there and like um, put on um, this jazz song um, I think it's 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 an Ethiopian jazz uh, Ethiopian musician jazz. Um, but I put on that song I'll just have the name for it in a second because I can pull okay. it up I put on that song uh, and just wrote <laughs> I just wrote um, wrote the little story um, up there. that yeah that and then the, the story is that the what you say like at the end of the first song right yeah that's part of it it's part of it right and yeah you, didn't you tweet the rest of it yeah yeah, yeah I right? tweeted like the whole all of it yeah yeah, um, yeah. when I when I when we released the album yeah um, but yeah it's a, it's a it's a pretty long story but yeah it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's dope man. Story. it is a good story though it's dope yeah um, I like that approach. It was cool, man. I appreciate it. No, well, I mean, like, I, I, lending, like, a lot of inspiration uh, from Paulo Coelho was mm. um, something that I will never, like, take lightly. And I think having respect for that and his work also tied into the fact that I have, I wrote my own story. Mm. Um, but also like the album sort of wrote itself in a way that pays homage but doesn't but doesn't uh, bite or imitate at all mm. um, and I think having pieces of the story in it in the album was paramount but also having a lack of it having parts of it in Portuguese so like you would mm. like you wouldn't be privy to it unless unless you knew mm-hmm you know, I, I I think so. I'm I guessing important. that some of the song titles are in Portuguese. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Para como vento. Yeah, yeah, yeah. O alcamista. Yeah, alcamista is that also also Alcamis. Portuguese? Yeah. Is that straight from Portuguese? Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. Portuguese. Okay. Because that's like alcamista is in Spanish. Like it works too in mm-hmm. Spanish. So like, I was like, I wasn't sure what what that one was because it was like I know that, but maybe it's not. <laughs> yeah. But okay. 
and you were you used Portuguese because it was because it was connected to to the alchemist. Yeah, and his author. Well, yeah. You're paying homage because of it. Yes, that's awesome. I mean that, and I was like dating someone at the time who was Portuguese, or and, new Portuguese. Well, I mean she was she's half Brazilian, half oh. German. Oh, okay. Oh, and there you go. Mm. And what timing? Well, they are. Yeah. What timing? Yeah, I, I mean like <laughs> what timing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, yeah, man, it's just fluency. Yeah, yeah it's, for it's, real. As far as like serendipity goes, there, mm. there's some some moments there, huh? Yeah, it, I mean, uh, but definitely. But I, I think everyone um, has their impact, you know, mm. on not only like the art we create, but like the people who we become, and like having people in my life who have not only have not only contributed to. That are I'm able to create with other people, but also like the person who I'm becoming is just mm. a testament to how um, important that person was and how important we are to each other mm. to influence us toward um, a greater good, right. and, uh, like a better place. You That's know. Awesome. So I mean, that's a great way. I to just think it. of it as one of the many relationships. Um, I created and maintain that um, make me who I am, but also continue to make this 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 world a better place. Yeah, and in turn, just sort of spider web into into other avenues. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You sound like a very present guy. <laughs> present. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I. I mean, yeah. I guess. I guess you. I don't know. I mean, like, I wasn't always this way. Like, I, I, de I definitely, like, am still aloof and, like, have my moments of, like, um, ambivalence. Human. Um, but, yeah, of course, like, duality is a real thing. Yeah. But um, I think that that's something I've learned. Um, not, I guess not necessarily learned, but just had to open up inside is just, like, being aware. Mm -hmm. was something like my mom like always like talked about and it's something like she instilled in us as a young at a young age and I continue to be aware but there was like a lack of like want to there's a lack of desire because it's easier to be you know ignorant in in mm -hmm. some in some ways um yeah, I guess yeah. as I thought yeah. and like as a and as a young man um who had uh a lot of opportunities um at the behest um and or like uh, persistence of my mom, mm -hmm. like I was extremely colorblind as like a kid, you know, it was very, um, very different. Like coming out here and like seeing quote unquote like real racism for the first time, you know, and mm -hmm. understanding that like prejudice um, isn't just a isn't just a white thing, right? And you know, it's just a, a, a lot of things were learned. So, you know, awareness is. Is something that I think we all have to a certain extent, yeah. regardless of the environment or in part of the environment you grew up in. Right. Um, and it's nature and nurture. Right. I mean, in a way of like you as your soul, understanding what that means mm -hmm. and how that attributes to being a better person or your willful ignorance to as such. So, I mean... Well. Awareness is key. Yeah, man, it's key. It's like, it's how you become more knowledgeable. It's how you become open-minded. It's how you really... Yeah, you have to pay attention. Yeah, man. You gotta yeah. pay attention. 
If you're not paying attention, then you're not. You're not paying attention. Did did you read The Alchemist? Did you? Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Did you like that book? Yeah. yeah. Did it yeah. impact you the same, uh, the same way? Yeah, it's funny. I read it like in a week. It's kind of funny to admit it, but I, yeah, I didn't really read it till. I mean, yeah, maybe a little bit after the album came out. Really? Like, um, <laughs> I don't know why. It's funny. Like, <laughs> I, not that I. Yeah, it's like it just kind of. When I got to it, though, yeah, I loved that. I remember I was texting Lance a lot. I was like, oh, it's funny, man. I finally read it. Um, <laughs> that's amazing. I just didn't even... That's that's who I am somewhat as a producer, you know? But it's like, I I sit there and I listen to like Lance's words probably more than anyone ever has. Or, well, maybe yeah, some yeah. fans. Yeah, your fans will yeah. beat me out, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hope that. But, you know, it's still... You, know, you listen to music a lot as an engineer and, like... Yeah. I really, like, it wasn't necessary for me to do it. That's not to say, like, my, you know, the timing had nothing to do with the album. It's just kind of like when I got to Mm -hmm. reading the book, I read it. But while we were making it, like, I'm, like, the concept is his, I guess is what I'm saying. Right. I mean, like, not, I'm not, when I'm producing, I'm not that, like, I wouldn't be working with him if I wasn't interested in the concepts. Right, of course. To me, I still. You're a fan of his ideas. Yeah, yeah, I'm a fan yeah. of his ideas. I'm just writing to the, I'm writing with the music that I hear. Mm. Less so, like if he has a, I mean that's just the nature of like a, um, I feel like there's a connection between like literature, obviously, mm-hmm. and writing lyrics. Mm-hmm. And for me, like as someone who's producing, like I'll think more about colors or like paintings or mm. something like that like music feels more like that to me of like a setting yes, you yes. know and the words are kind of like the characters and the ideas or something nice. so maybe for me it didn't it wasn't you know I love that book though I really do my, <laughs> it's sitting on my my wife has been reading it like recently uh, it's like yeah it's a, it's, it's a great it's, book yeah it's a cool like you know like Fable, but like yeah. more tw- like psychedelic, yeah, and like, yeah, has this cool combination of things where like it reads so fast, you know, it like, does. like, I I don't want to compare it to like because it's so obvious, like the Bible or something, but it has this language that's written really like the mm. Bible's really antiquated and boring, but there's a part of the alchemist to me that had this. I think mm. it's just its use of person. It's always like the boy or yeah. something like that. It had this cool. It's very archetypical. Yeah, but it was very this cool, tripped out, unique, like take on that. that mm-hmm. I, I loved it. Yeah. Read the alchemist guys. That's what we're trying yeah. to say. And yeah, the message most of all, like as much as I like the like <laughs> literature of it, like the message mm-hmm. is what sticks with you. It really is. Yeah. Just, if you just Driving like took a highlighter and highlighted cool things and you ran a, upon them and put that, I should have done this, put on a page, you'd have like shit you'd want to read every morning mm-hmm. and you'd be like, damn, I'm going to go kill it right now. You know, yeah. that's an effect I really liked of it and that I thought Lance brought into the album that like, I just said that maybe a really corny way, but it's like, has this thing to do with like self-love and self-actualization yeah. and realizing stuff through like, you know, work, determination, inspiration. And that's just kind of like... Yeah, uh, through experience. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. such yeah. a cool, like... It's a positive read, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's Very not going to... You're not going to read Very it and positive. be like, man, I, like, I feel like shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking bummer. Like, not at all. Yeah, it's a really... Yeah. 
great like that's awesome yeah yeah no that, that legitimately though I, I read an interview that you that somebody interviewed you and um they were asking about your second album and then you mentioned that it had something to do with the alchemist oh yeah and that sort of like kept me around like a, like like kept my attention bro because oh, i read right. it maybe um 2015 okay yeah so, yeah that, that was when i read it uh was that yeah that, that was when i read it because i read it actually uh i was still at the chinese food shop i used to work at mm. um that was yeah 2014 yeah i read it in 2014 um right after uh Right, some shit happened in my life, so. Mm. You know. <laughs> so it came to save you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I think, I think, I, I definitely think it did in a way. Mm. Um, not necessarily save me, because I, uh, I'd say like, when anyone like um, self actualizes their true potential mm. um, and realizes that they are their own gods and they are the masters of their own fate that it is a personal choice not necessarily um mm. someone else's doing but being able to give being able to uh receive the tools by which you're able to mm. self-actualize your potential and your purpose yeah um in however much time you have in this existence i think is is really what lends um true credence to the power of what you're inspired by and mm. and the creation of art and the spread of of who you were um, inspired by or what you were inspired by is due credit and I think extremely paramount to to whomever is creating or sharing mm. um, the art they were inspired to make you know, I mean, like, that's why, it's, that's why I say in interviews and that's why I always, like, talk about at shows, like, what I learned from at book. Yeah. And I say it every show because I feel like everybody needs to hear that. You're right. In some, like, weird way. Mm. And I mean, I think I used to, like, think of it as, like, a pride thing as far as, like, they need to hear what I have to say. But I began to realize um, after, like, really unpacking like some things about myself it's not a pride thing it's um it's part of the it's part of my purpose on this earth and it's like to be able to inspire yeah and like whether that's through music or through art or through film or through words or whatever poetry yeah. i mean that's just like what i'm supposed to be here, here to do and yeah. as long as I, I draw breath like i'm gonna do it so yeah. i like, mean i i, I had a thought or like in a way you're sort of like an alarm clock yeah waking us up yeah I also, mean what do you try and say like we're, we have the power to do what we want yeah yeah whether you're, when you're ever announcing in shows and shit and everything yeah I mean like like it's it's interesting like to think of myself as an alarm clock because I guess <laughs> you know uh, in a way like I wonder like who's gonna be the one to like hit the snooze button I, th I think everybody is, man. I mean, like, <laughs> I think everybody's doing that right now. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, like, that's real. But I mean, yeah. like, in a, in a in a way that's just like, you know, you're 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 the collective alarm clock. The collective is hitting snooze. <laughs> yeah, it won't be that, uh, um, man. Yeah, that's real. It's just a metaphor. My brain threw up. Uh, 
This is great, man. It's cool. I like that because it's um, it's a. Uh, it reminds me of something that I like. I I I, I've I I thought of before I even got to the alchemist. The alchemist almost just reaffirmed what I what I like thought of, and, and uh, it, you know, you know what paranoia is, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you know the opposite? There's the opposite of paranoia. Pro pronoia. Pronoia. Yeah. And pronoia is when you're convinced that there's a conspiracy for your success. It's almost, in a way, it's very empowering because hmm. it, it allows you to give it a shot. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Pronoia. Hmm. Like there is a conspiracy. In a sort of sense. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. It's a, it's a, uh, I find it um, fun to think about. At least when I try. That's real. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, no, it is real. I, I like, I, I feel as though like there are there's duality some things are reality and some things are placebo mm. you know and like yeah do I feel as though I can become like anyone anything on this earth like do I feel like I have some omnipotent power like do mm. I feel like I can fly you know do I feel like I can change and bring people back to life like no that's not what like being your own god like represents it really is your of interpretation not. of of how you feel in this world like your place right. like are you are you going to allow huh. are you going to allow your uh inevitable death are you going to allow um your lack of agency are you going to allow um the oppression uh, of your voice to mitigate or create your your existence. Are you going to do that, or are you going to do the opposite? Right. And then, like, that's really what that means. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's not necessarily like um a success thing because huh. in this world, um, success is truly uh. To me, um, is truly mitigated by either those with enough money or those with enough influence. Mm. And when it comes down to it, um, it's up to those with the most influence to win out. Yeah. You know? Okay. I can see that. No. I can see it when you like considering su success like that. Well, but yeah, because money is fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, and if we really think like money is success, like, then we're driven by fear. Yeah, but that's so. I mean, like when you when someone like is driven by influence, they are driven by like love or admiration or yeah. like an idealistic um, thing that represents like a greater good for a lot more than just like the so called one percent. Yeah. So I mean, like I guess that's success though for me doesn't connect with money. No, of course not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but like for for like a lot of people, including like the society, it does. It yeah. does, yeah. and I mean to a certain extent, it's woven into the fabric of our society. So we are a part true. of it, regardless if we like to we like to be or not. True, true. I mean, like that's where we come into like capitalism you know, versus communism mm -hmm. versus a totalitarianism versus like all sorts of like forms of government driven by like either economy or, or by uh, law or by a workforce. And so I mean, like. Mm -hmm. Honestly, like, if we were really talking, like, economy, we should go back to a barter system. Right. Like, and that's uh, that's why I feel 
like a lot of relationships are based upon and when we bring it back to music that's why i feel like um a lot of this relationship is based on like there are principles in which we keep as far as like payment you know what i'm saying there are things that like we need to be paid for that i owe andy that, that andy might owe me right regardless of which it is that's something that is concrete that is uh, along that side but in uh emotional and or um i think along the musical tip like there is a give and take like there are right. some things that like i have to get better at there's some things that like andy wants to get better at there are some things that like yeah. you know have to get better at <laughs> right but, you know there there are things that like we've done to adapt to each other's like styles there there are a lot of like given there's not sacrifice but like give and take um, I don't, I don't want to say compromise at all, but I think like adaptation is a, is a truer word because mm. when you enjoy doing something, you don't compromise. Right. So, you know, duality is real. And that's something that, um, coming, I guess, back to, um, the overarching like idea of music and this sort of like barter system of give or take. Right. That is what this personal or many personal relationships are based upon. And I think that's what we need to go back to as far as the society right. to like really embody like what personal, um, not responsibility, but like personal like value is, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like how, like, let me trade you like this, this grinder for like your recorder. Right. I'm saying the personal values, they might not seem like monetarily correct yeah. as far as like that's like worth like a hundred dollars and this is worth yeah. like 20. But I mean, like, if you're going to use this as much as I'm going to use that, doesn't it make sense as part of personal value? Mm. I mean, like, that's that that thing. That's how like a lot of this, a lot of um, music works nowadays. It's like this personal value thing. It's mm. like, am I going to rap about bullshit or am I going to rap about um, me or something like more than like myself, right? Or a concept more than myself or like a greater purpose? Yeah. Like, some people would rather do the latter and some people would rather do the former. Yeah. I mean, it's going to get you different things. Like, rapping about bullshit might get you money, might get you fame, might get you a record deal, might get you a lot of things maybe quicker than you would ever think. But, I mean, like, that's neither here nor there as far as, like, me to judge whom or why or what. Yeah. But it's just a different path that we all take. And I think like that's just the amazing thing about duality in this, I guess, barter system of a world that uh, is ruled and oppressed by capitalism is that we give and take so much along the spectrum uh-huh. uh, and forget that there is duality, but we should not be ruled by one having more precedent over the other, one spectrum having more precedent over the other. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a spectrum of music that um, has been created by either the mainstream or by popular culture being um, appropriated by the mainstream and sort of, like, uh, capitalized and then essentially thrown away. Um, We can have that along the lines of, like, trap music. We can have that along the lines of, like, mumble rap, Mm. of, like, drill, of uh, purple rap, you know what I'm saying, scissor shit, Houston shit. But along the lines of like what people think are ignorant or not, they're all basic. They're all based and possible along this spectrum of music, and should be allowed to have credence. 
uh, and should be respected. Right. So someone who is Andre 3000 should be respected just as much as someone who has a little Uzi Vert. You might not agree with what they're saying. Right. Uh, or you might not agree with what they're doing, but I think like along the spectrum um, of our art form, mm. the, everyone has their everyone has their place. It's equal. It is equal. Yeah. Um, does that mean that they should be given um, the same platform? That's not for many to. That's not for me to say. As far as like, right now, because I have my own opinions. Right. But they don't. They don't matter because the overarching ideologies that everyone should be respected along that spectrum. But um, when you preach a certain type of hate, or when you preach a certain type of um, music that infringes upon other people's rights. Yeah. Then that's when like there is a problem. So right, of course. I'll give you an example of the Westboro Baptist Church. I mean, along the the spectrum of religion, you know what I'm saying? Like they're on the extremist end. Yes. Um, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Very much so of Christianity. <laughs> I guess as far as like what kind of umbrella we're going to speak under. Yeah. You know what I'm saying there's Catholicism, you know, uh, Presbyterian, Methodist, yeah. all that, and then you have Westboro. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like they are allowed to do what they do under the law yes. in a lot of ways because of that uh, freedom, right. because of the freedom along the spectrum of freedom of, of, of religion. But yeah. there is a personal morality, um, I guess, wavelength that we'd like to like stay along mm-hmm. that allows us to be able to, as a society, morally um, differentiate us from them and then and then like sort of like allow their views to be extremist and not necessarily permeate um, our popular culture. Right. But I mean like we don't go out and like pop them. You know what I'm saying? We don't go out and like eradicate their views. Why? Like yeah. same as like we shouldn't go out and like eradicate like the Uzi verse and Post Malone's and people uh, name me like the Post Malones and uh, the Machine Gun Kellys who truly appropriate and then take precedent and position over people who are not only like people of color who are along this line of creation as far as like what this um, culture is about uh-huh. and based off of on, but also like jobs and or um the control of the mainstream as far as like who makes money and how money is divvied up among um this pyramid of the music industry right that is based upon money not necessarily upon talent right or um you know based upon forecast Mm -hmm. you know what what can you do for me now not only now but like three years down the line right for sure so i mean like all this being said I think me and Andy are on, I think, the most uh, uphill but also rewarding battle as far as, like, we are doing what we love and not necessarily conforming Mm -hmm. at all. But, I don't know, I think it's like... You gotta finish it, bro. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I think, I think it's. <laughs> I just think we are different and going to continue to be different because of that. Because of that. Yeah. Because of the, the 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 fact that you have to. But like, will that mean like we will get the success we deserve or think we deserve? Uh-huh. I don't. I don't. That's that's to be seen. 
and right. there are like anomalies to that fact. Yeah. Kendrick is one of them. Right. I mean, like, are we going to get to a fraction of that? I mean, like, it's really up to like the tastemakers. But I think mm. the only thing, the, the only things we can do as musicians are create good music and make this world a better place through our art. For sure. Yeah, I think a lot with like music, like, it seems to be like, like. It's just turned into like, all right, success or something in it, even in terms of, is like based upon somehow like quantity, uh-huh. you know, of like listenership where, yeah. you know, at least like, you know, it's cool to think more about like personal effect with it or something as right. opposed to like, I don't, I don't really care as much how many people hear my music has so much to do with like these really arbitrary, like almost like computer programs and shit these days and like greater like systems that's just like to do that to me it doesn't it's it's cool when it happens but like i've always tried to make music that i'm like all right this has the potential that like you know the full idea is there Mm -hmm. that like if someone hears it they'll have a you know a huge effect on them and 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 everything else you know is irrelevant to me if somebody makes music it's a bonus the more people who hear it, yeah, but like, it's not You're necessarily making it part of the it. process. Yeah, yeah, the process is more like. I mean, I do think about people. It's not like yeah. if you're just like, here I am, like make this feel yeah. good. It's <laughs> like if someone were to hear this, are they gonna get what I'm saying, mm. or or is the or have I made an idea that that passes the threshold of like, someone were to be into this, they're gonna be like, oh shit, like mm. I feel this, you know, and that's just like a whatever maybe not the most common looked at right. sentiment so many people are like how many people are checking out your music it's like i don't know i even when you have a number like what is it it's so funny you yeah. know like listeners we were looking at our listen like the back end of spotify and it's like this is such a fucking wash you know yeah it's cool it's just numbers and it's awesome but like there's no way to measure it other than shows or like mm, meeting people right. or like social media is mm. such a obviously like I, when I was like first making records when I was trying to put out tons of records when I was like 16 and stuff you yeah. know it was like there wasn't any social media so <laughs> social media so to connect with people was entirely dependent on location or right. something like that so it was, it was more real. like oh I want to make music that I know my like friends and my like yeah. the people I love are going to dig and I'm going to make it good enough for them but then now with social media it gives you you know, or just like how music's distributed. It's like, right. I don't really care how many people get it, but I think there's the potential for us to reach. Millions. There's so many people out there yeah. who are going to get what we're doing. And I, you know, I want to sure. make music that I think people who have the potential to find it are going to, and like enjoy it, would enjoy it. You know, there's mm. a lot of people, it's like, I don't really care if they like the music. Yeah. No fault to them. They're probably fine people, but it's like, well, you understand when you're making music on your own terms yeah you know, that it's like you know hopefully if the people find this who would like it they're gonna love it they're not just gonna yeah, like for it sure. you know mm-hmm. or they're gonna be like well I mean, this is that's how it should be no it should be more of an accident than than uh-huh. like you you made it to made it like you made yeah. the music for itself uh-huh <laughs> yeah is that, is that how it works mm-hmm. yeah is that how it feels for you by at both? least realize it to the best that you can at that moment yeah you know what i mean like you're always limited by your tools and mm. your perspective and where you, you know okay. use it for me your dexterity but yeah. it's like did i realize this idea we had really well you know mm. 
That's okay. one thing. Just looking at the record now that it's out, I'm like, you know, as the person who make it, dude, I yeah. love everything I had happen. It's like, no, you're always fucking critical of yourself. We were talking about this before we turned it on. Yes, but there are just more moments than I've ever had on the record I made where I'm just like, whoa, that's mm-hmm. the fully realized version mm-hmm. yeah. of that idea. Like, like that idea or not, like mm. it has. A lot of moments on it where I'm like, oh, cool, man. The words and the music, yeah. just they really embody whatever it is. I'm not good enough with words to say what it is, <laughs> but the emotion of it yeah. is really pr- present. Mm-hmm. And like, and that's that to me is the most satisfying part. Back to, you know, it's that's like, right. yeah, you talk about this other side of it and like, you got to respect that as an artist, like trends and right. you want to make money doing it because it'll if you're an artist because it allows you to keep working on your craft you uh-huh. know that's always an yeah. element of it but this greater like music industry so much of it is just like it's you better off not worrying about it as a musician because yeah. you're going to become a better artist if you're not mm. basing it on mm-hmm. yeah like, you're not focusing on the craft at that point yeah. you're trying to satiate the it's problem. like winning the lottery if yeah, you stylize yeah. your music too much it's mm-hmm. like yeah you can be great at well, you can't be great at the lottery but like <laughs> you can, <laughs> no like, some people are though you, you yeah, know, you yeah it's be, true I guess like we could probably hella focus on like this sound that's already out right now yeah. and just like totally go at it for months and you could get yeah it's so bad yeah no Please we're just don't. not gonna do that obviously <laughs> maybe that roots back uh, to what I'm saying like yeah. I can't really maybe I I have the potential to do that and I have yeah. done that as a musician you know like like I said I've been working at studios forever and it's your paycheck you're like if this person wants to make this song I'm not even saying rap music just right. like just any you do it but at this point I maybe I've, because I've pursued other careers to make money yeah. and other avenues or like what I get to do with music is just try to fully realize mm. the sound that yeah. we're working on at that moment you know for sure and hope that and it's ready for people who find it yeah. I don't care if they find it in 10 years you know mm. like if they might like it and they do find it they're gonna like enjoy yeah, it yeah for sure it's there that's how it should be though mm-hmm. uh, do you guys where do you guys see yourself in like five years <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know that's a good... yeah. not in Tucson not in Tucson no no Mm-mm. okay Nah, um, not saying this place hasn't like made me who I am or been a part of like who I've become because it definitely has. I mean, mm-hmm. I've spent like the past seven, almost eight fucking years here. It's fucking yeah. crazy. Actually, think about it. It's a little bit of a black hole. <laughs> to a certain extent for some people, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I like the more. I was funny because I I wrote this song. I I, I wrote a song called Stuck. Um, mm-hmm. S. Uh, capital T U C. Ah, um, nice. And like that was on, off my first uh, album or no first mixtape. Yeah. Um, actually, yeah, actually second mixtape, Broken on the Wheel. Broken on the Wheel. Um, okay. And I my sentiment about this place has like changed a lot, a lot since then. Um, this place is definitely like uh, um, a town of culture a town of um extraordinarily talented people a town Mm. of like migrants a town of misfits a town of people who come from other places not only because of of this of the university 
Um, and there are a lot of negative things about this place, but I've learned to like embrace both as not a positive or negative as far as like the things about this place, but just as a characteristic of this place and just it is mm. Tucson. Yeah. Um, but now I'm nah, like nah, fuck that. <laughs> like like there's a glass ceiling that we've like smacked our heads on here like for so long and no fault to this place or no fault to like us, but like mm-hmm. this isn't Austin. Like this this isn't Seattle. This isn't uh-huh. like a mid market to like top market where like someone would be like oh shit they're good let's give them like a bigger stage mm. oh shit they're like th- it's just not like that here um and so like five years down the line like i i expect like me and Andy to maybe like hopefully make still me making music maybe like one project a year or something like that mm. like probably in like either in different cities but like hanging out like every every few months like yeah. in a in a city to make music somewhere and chill out probably like I mean, either in LA or New York or Chicago, somewhere, yeah. somewhere cool like that. But we have our respective yes. home cities. Yeah, yeah. Music, like, ideally, you know, it's not like. Hopefully, we'll have a Grammy. Something has to do with the yeah. moment. What? So hopefully, we'll have a Grammy under our belt by then. Five yeah. years. I go. dude, like, no, nah, like, fucking, like, seriously, like, honestly, on some real bullshit. Like, uh, I mean, not some real bullshit. Like this album, like from like from Marcus Sun to like the production that Andy and like the words and like concepts. And, like, being able to, like, work well with this guy and, like, what we were able to create in, like, such a small amount of time from, yeah. like, from, like, your son, from the Mary Daniel Kenny EP to this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And it's not, like, there are some people who notice or some publications who notice or shout out to Bandcamp and shout out to DJ Booth and shout out to, like, some of the folks who, like, show love. Yeah. But, like, no one fucking really knows this shit exists. No one knows. And, like, I really think it's, like, a testament to the uh, arc of the alchemist, mm. and like this is not, and I, and like I, I think we've come to like into not an agreement necessary with us per se, but maybe with ourselves that like this art is going to live on and will be recognized like two, three, five, ten years down the line mm. as like a classic. But like it's just not going to get the shine right now, and we and you know, forever, whatever that means, it's not stopping us from creating new, better, and more interesting music, but we will all, I think, just from my perspective, I'm always going to love this. Yeah. And always yeah. going to, like, like, this is it's great. It's like a, like, I was thinking about this earlier, like, just, uh, like, it's, you know, when your craft is music or your art is music, like, you know, it's an intersection of, like, a you know, those two things at times, but it's like, making an album is like making a film or like a full length mm. movie and mm-hmm. like it's it's not like I always tell Lance you know I'm just like you know great like albums come at the pace of life not the pace yeah. of what you like hard work or something yeah. it's like hard work gets you there but right. like the time part of it you know it's just like well, you have to live it and like yeah. it took a lot of t- you know it's just like one of those things that happened like I feel like what we're doing right now is trying to make really great like short films. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. no, for sure. About that more, where it's just like okay, stylizing our craft and trying different yeah. things. You know, I think that's like what our upcoming releases, hopefully over the next chunk, is like you know 
maybe we'll make another album right away but it's yeah. like you don't can't really plan that if you're doing it it's really just like oh we lived that like mm-hmm. when i think back to it it was just like Comes that happened mm-hmm. yeah that happened out of just like because it did you know it possessed you guys and it used you to summon it for, no doubt mm-hmm. no doubt like yeah, it yeah. was definitely an obsession for the time it was there you know <laughs> we do like and, we work every day like i lived yeah. Like, I'm, like, five minutes away from Lasso at that point. So, like, I'd, like, come over basically almost every day. And we wanted to make an album. Like, that was the plan. It's like, we're making an album and the concept of it's, like, or the the style of album where it's not, like, a collection of songs. It's, like, this full, like, arc thing, you know? The intention was there from the start. Yeah, I mean, it just seemed like we probably never deliberately had that, but it's, like, we, you know... Mm. back to what I was saying when I met Lance it's like there's just so much cool shit we can do and it was like oh let's make this like yeah. really airy floaty like homemade like orchestra kind of thing you mm. know like some yeah, of the parts yeah. are really like dense but they sound really, really like homemade in a yeah. cool way and so that was but then it's like okay when you hear what we're releasing next it's like and it's mm-hmm. like a genre based thing not in terms of like we picked a genre but it's more like it's like, oh, that's this other thing, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and like, you guys, are and right. it's kind of cool to be able to like. That's what I'm excited about right now. It's like if we make another album, that's that's kind of up to Lance as like a lyricist. Like, yeah, I mean, if I were to make the equivalent of that, it'd probably have to be instrumental, and that's something that's coming. I'm trying to do in the next right. year of my life. It's like there might be vocals in it, but like probably my most fully realized piece would have to be an hour of instrumental music but wow. when it's when you're a lyricist you know yeah. it's it's gonna be mm-hmm. an hour of you know lyric based like you have to have that so yeah. in the meantime we're just like well we better work all the time and yeah you try things yeah, to just, just build going. your you guys haven't you guys are just working still huh yeah it's kind of like my instrument what too. Sending thing, I just need vocal lessons on an instrument. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, dude, we talk. Yeah, yeah, lately that's been my Tim is like doing some really deliberate, like change, like things with music, which mm-hmm. really comes down to like dexterity. So if it's a singer, it's maybe taking vocal lessons and actually like tuning your instrument and mm. your physical capabilities. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And for me as a musician, Very whether true. it's guitar, piano, or like one thing for me is like trying to just become a better drum kit player like because you know you just do that I'm not going to try to be you know I see me on stage drumming all the time but it's like well maybe but but it's like it's more about like that's where a weakness is go to your weakness Mm -hmm. and start grinding it out and it takes a long ass time like I've learned a lot of instruments in my life and it's never easy and it's always just like fucking shit loads of time so yeah. trying to do that just in the background of producing records for me wow. is like my records will be better if I do go to where my weaknesses are and start working on them every day just by myself and it might not mean I'm releasing as much music or mm-hmm. you're finishing as much stuff but that stuff just comes once you get at the pace of life like yeah. I'm gonna make good beats I'm not worried about that and good pieces mm-hmm. of music but what I can do every day you know is like that's back to the alchemist that's something that inspired me about that too yeah. it's just like mm-hmm. you know that's a shorter time span but it was really about just kind of like seeking what you want despite whatever like the, the 
the difficult parts are. Mm-hmm. So as a musician, it's just like the hardest thing is to sit around, sit down and practice and really work on music. <laughs> Music's fucking hard, you yeah. know? It's hard to fucking make music. It's fun. Yeah. But like, it takes a lot of work. I so like, I think a lot, you know, I always think about the Alchemist reminded me of my favorite parts of professional sports too, where it's mm-hmm. like, these people are great at this thing because like, right. it's hours spent in the like crazy ass moments whether right. a championship or a crazy game or something mm-hmm. like that's built upon the shit you grind out or yes. push through mm-hmm. yeah, um, you know think of it get inspired seek that inspiration keep yeah. following it I felt that with the alchemist you know that's how that plot worked it was like yeah. here's that thing go to it and then he like went to another thing yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was less like trying to do some weird thing to get to where you want to be and mm-hmm. like follow your omens and kind of mm-hmm. all the signs yeah, yeah. that's true uh, the, the, right now you, you reminded me of a, a specific quote that I, that, I, uh, that I like to that I think about it's um, you can never obtain something you can only maintain it and 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 there was um, I recently actually saw somebody create a song from scratch and what it seemed like was like trying to build furniture in the dark. And every time you get a piece correct, you get a little more room in the light. Oh, mm-hmm. But you start off in the dark. Yeah. That's how it seemed nah, to me. I feel that. Yeah. Totally. It's like maybe I know what I want it to look like, but yeah, yeah I can't you like, the see idea, it. But as you a can't home. see yeah, it exactly. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like you know that. what I'm saying? Because yeah, that's, that's cool. how it looked. I was standing, I was like sitting there. That and was- a, and a friend was recording. Uh, the, we were at Ray's uh, Ray studio. Oh shit! Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, and Ray was helping my friend do this thing, and I was just looking at them, and I was like, "You guys have no idea what's happening, but you're moving forward in whatever direction it was." And it just seems funny to me. Like that's that's how a song's created. At least that kind of song was created. Yeah, and I mean, I was hanging out with Lance the other night at mm-hmm. uh, the studio, and I was trying to like describe some of these. Like the music, I'm trying to get to like months down the line, and it's right. like, oh, I can kind of see it, and I can describe it with certain certain things, or maybe I could play you something that yeah. has an element of it. But it's like, yeah, getting there, you yeah. know. All I know, all I know, yeah, it's my next step. And like I'm saying, some <laughs> it's really deliberate practice. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I see it. Over, I know. You do like it. nail over there, and I'm <laughs> building this thing, but. Yeah, it's kind of nebulous for a while. Like, you gotta you gotta build the rituals that will summon the thing you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the truth. That's something I recently learned. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I think maybe because of the alchemist, but I'm not 100. percent Not 100. percent But yeah, there's something. Um, so many influence. Yeah, it's a, it's a very specific influence. The book taught me, or maybe reaffirmed that the idea that we're fourth dimensional creatures, not just three. Uh huh. And that's very useful to know. In my opinion. In my opinion. Guys, we've been going for an hour and a half. Maybe even more. Yeah, no, like an hour and a half. We can call it. We're good. Thank you, guys. If there's something you want to leave the people with, uh, any last words, where they can find you, um, anything. You know? Yeah, I mean, you can find uh, find me at Lando Chill, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that jazz. Uh you can find our, our music on Bandcamp. There you go. And Spotify, iTunes. Um, but then Lasso has his solo music. 
you can shout out. Yeah. Um, Instagram is the sound of lasso. <laughs> then, yeah, uh, all my lasso.bandcamp.com. There you go. Turn up. And uh, yeah, man. The greatest lie one has ever believed is that they are not in control of their own fate. So, yeah, that's uh, the last last album, half hour of conversation. Yeah, the last, yeah, Yeah. real shit for sure. Like, thank you guys. Nah, man, thank Um, you. It was great. Um, Thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. Go write your own story because I think that's what was pretty much said here. Yeah. That's love. Yeah, respect. Oh, shout out to Ray. Yeah, dropping his album. Yeah, Peace buddy. out. Let's. Yeah, Peace buddy. out.